Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and today's episode, How to Turn Addiction into Passion. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I so appreciate that you are here. In today's episode, I am going to share with you how you can turn addiction into passion. This episode is for you if, one, you are fed up of what you are currently getting in your life. Two, you know deep inside that you can achieve more. Three, you want to get out of a rut. And four, you are conscious that your unhealthy habits are robbing you of your happiness. First thing first, let's define what addiction is. An addiction is an unhealthy habit repeated so often that it has taken control of your mind and overrided your best judgment. It's like a computer virus causing havoc in your operating system. An addiction is an illusion, often created to suppress an unpleasant feeling or a false belief that made you believe that you need something or someone outside of you to feel good inside. What makes it hard to overcome an addiction is that nobody likes to admit that they are addicted to something. We want to believe we are in control. However, if you've seen anyone obsessed with an addiction, you can tell that it's the addiction that controls that person. Although it feels immensely pleasurable while in it, in the long run, the addiction is not sustainable and it will wear you down, stealing away your happiness and your personal independence. My aim today in sharing this message is to inspire you, to channel your energy towards something more constructive that will make you happy without being codependent on something or someone. The first step is awareness. You've got to be aware that you want more from this life. I am aware that sometimes addiction or bad habits came into our life because we did not know what we wanted. Just know that if this is your situation, it's okay. It's part of the process. You see, it doesn't matter that you know or don't know what you want. The fact that you are conscious that you want to create a change is enough to get started creating positive changes. However, you can't just stay here. You've got to decide to do something different. Thinking alone will not set you free of your unhealthy habit. It's in the doing that you will get to realize your dream. And remember that we, as humans, are creatures of habits. We tend to choose the path of least resistance. So it will require some effort on your part to break away from the bond of an old habit that led you into the addiction. If at this moment you don't have the energy to start, Put yourself in the place of someone lying in a hospital bed wishing to live one more day. Second step, 
deciding to change something. This is the starting point of breaking a bad habit. Remember that indecision will lead to procrastination. If you let these two habits take possession of your mind, you will not achieve anything you could be in this lifetime. You will simply live by default, waiting for a sign that will never come. Just like when you don't exercise, you lose your muscle. When your mind stays idle, your mind will atrophy. You gradually become disengaged and, with time, you become clocked out. Remember that no matter what you do or don't do, we all have lots of thoughts. Imagine for a moment that these thoughts are seeds. If you don't plant your seeds into some rich soil, you will wake up one day surrounded by a garden of weed. What I refer here as weeds are negative and destructive thoughts. The only way to shift your state of mind from destructive to constructive is to do something positive that will break the cycle. It doesn't have to be big nor expensive. The idea is to start the wheel because it's the actions that bring inspiration. Remember that life doesn't give anyone a break. And everyone has 24 hours in a day. So, what's the difference between someone who's happy and feel fulfilled and someone who doesn't? It boils down to where you are investing your time and energy. There is no such thing as a successful farmer that just sits in a chair hoping for a good crop to grow. A prosperous farmer must be active in cultivating his soil. Now, before I continue, I've got to explain my views about oneness. I believe in oneness that the good and the bad joins in the middle. In my life, I've experienced that there can be something bad within the good thing and that there can be something good within the bad thing. Taking the context of addiction and passion in the oneness I believe that on one side of the spectrum, there is addiction, and on the other side, passion. And the difference is that addiction will make you long for something outside of you to your detriment, whereas passion will bring happiness without the needs for outside stimulants. Now you might say, what can be good with an addiction? And that is the energy. Within any addiction, there is energy. Think about it for a moment. Someone who desperately wants something will find a way to get it, no matter what. And usually the longing runs deep. So the trick to break free from an addiction is to switch the longing from something destructive and channel it into something positive. You might say, well, I don't have the money nor the time to create change. Usually these thoughts are brought by fear. We use money and time as alibis not to take action. Think about it. Your addiction most likely costs money. The truth is, 
It's the fear of the unknown. Your mind has been conditioned to operate within its limits. And breaking the status quo is frightening, especially to your ego. To break free of that, you've got to expand. To help you grasp how you can turn your addiction or a bad habit into something constructive, let me share with you my story. Last November, I knew there was still a part of me that was still living in lack, but I did not know how to overcome it. Being in the unknown, I listened to my intuition, which told me to go for a hike. I postponed the idea for weeks. During Thanksgiving weekend, I decided to take action. In the episode 148, Hiking in the Moonlight, I shared the struggle I face while hiking alone in the dark. The hike became the trigger that set into motion a series of events. During the hike, I experienced an inner knowing that I was at the end of a cycle, which also meant that a new cycle was about to begin. A few days after the hike, I participated in a webinar with an acquaintance of mine, his name is James. James closed his webinar with a very compelling call to action. For $15,000, I could be part of his inner circle. And he said that he would help me accelerate my business 100-fold. Well, during COVID, I felt that I should be conservative with my funds. And so I didn't want to invest $15,000. Knowing that money is an excuse, I asked deeper questions. What was it that James appeared to have that I didn't? What was it I was truly longing for? Please remember that longing is a state of mind derived from a feeling of lack. While in lack, I can never feel in abundance, whole and free. But when I went for a hike and got caught in the dark, it triggered something new. For one thing, there was nobody I could rely on other than myself and the power of God to keep me safe all the way to my car. This meant that somewhere deep within me, there was a tremendous amount of strength and stamina. I realized that I had some power I never tapped into. So my next step was to channel my longing into something else. Obviously, at the time, I did not know any of this. I just took intuitive actions. A few days later, a flash came into my mind. The flash said, Nadia, reconnect with Phil and see if he's available for a month of coaching. And rather than just thinking about it and worrying what he would say, I just asked, and he agreed. I told Phil, I don't exactly know why I am hiring you. I just want to keep our conversation free-flowing and see where it lands. However, Phil is a genius when it comes to pinpoint what's troubling me, and very quickly, he brought the conversation back to what truly mattered, which was to define my values. You see, what was taking place was that 
Before I could start a new cycle, I needed to redefine my values. Not the values that came from my work, not the values labeled by my parents or my schooling, but the values that came from my own self-worth. The word that I've been working on for the past five years. As I worked with Phil, he helped me remove any remnant of my old stories. It was like a mind reboot. However, I chose my new set of values this time. Now let's do a quick recap. First, I broke the habit of always doing the same thing by going for a hike. And then... I lean into future possibilities by reaching out to Phil. Please remember that achieving your dream life doesn't come by in doing just one thing. It's a series of small actions that brings you each day closer to your dream life. Now you might say, how did all that help me tap into my passion? And this brings us to step three which is the most important step, implementation. What I've experienced in December touched me deeply into my core essence. In January, rather than continuing the coaching session, I told Phil that I needed time to implement and assimilate what I had learned. What seems to work for me in assimilating new learning is to write. And one morning, as I was writing, the story of Jasmine sort of showed up. It was as if God handed me down an idea of a story. Now remember, God did not give me the entire finished book. What he gave me were ideas. And the more I wrote, the more ideas I got. I stayed with this process for three months. As my mind was consumed by putting the story together, I forgot all about my longing for James. I honestly don't remember January, February, and March, other than knowing that Jasmine occupied 100% of my thoughts. I realize now that to switch your mind from an addiction to passion, you have to dive into something new, full-hearted, and stay there for three months. And that's because it takes three months for the mind to create new neural pathways. These pathways are what forms a new habit. Either good or bad, it will get formed. Remember, we as humans are creatures of habits, and we will, most of the time, choose the path of least resistance. However, if you want to enjoy your life while you are on this earth, Why not engaging your heart in something that will bring you joy and happiness? Yes, time is eternal, but you are not. Time is the most precious commodity that all of us have until it's gone. I truly believe that anyone with a sound mind has the ability and the privilege to find happiness during this lifetime on earth. But it can only happen if you choose to take action. I hope this episode was helpful. I thank you so much for listening. If you feel that it can help a friend, please share it. And 
Stay safe and healthy, and let's chat next week. Have a fabulous day.